as I was preparing for this episode, and by preparing, I mean half reading the notes and half scrolling Facebook with my coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I saw a new little format for a video that you posted this morning, and it kind of stopped me in my tracks. Like, not that I don't consume everything you put out. Of course you do. Of course you do. I do. Do you really? you want you want to know something honest to god this is this is true so i am subscribed to your email list with two different emails and even if i don't read them at all cuz sometimes it's like just the podcast you know like uh-huh. sometimes it's stuff i helped write yes yes <laughs> um but i always open the emails just to help with your metrics <laughs> i appreciate it i you know truth talk i do the same I get it on two, I get, I get the email in two places and I always open them because I want, I don't necessarily click on things. Sometimes I click on things just to make sure that they worked, even though I I would have tested it before I sent out hypothetically. Um, But I open them because I'm like, it only bumps up my metrics. Um, It's just really silly. I do that with other people that I support as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Not that their content isn't good. I just don't always have the time to exactly consume it. Um, when I do, I watch the videos and I read because there's a lot, I, I wouldn't be subscribed if I didn't believe in what they were doing, but I'm like, let me at least click on the dog on thing so that it opens up and it improves their metrics on the back end. So that's crazy. But that's what we do, huh? That's what solopreneurs and new entrepreneurs do. Yes. And friends. <laughs> and friends. <laughs> the people that love us. Yes. Love alongside metrics. <laughs> TM. So silly. <laughs> so anyway, the video looked really cool. It was book recommendations, but I loved you know, because I love doing my little Facebook lives on my page. And, and now that the kids are in school, I'm going to start doing more of that. And I want to make it effective as possible. Mm-hmm. And you were sharing book recs, just kind of like it didn't look like there was a ton of prep involved. But mm-hmm. first of all, you looked amazing. Oh, you did. You looked really go through a little off the shoulder. You were rocking the whole Deanna look, your flash dance kind of <laughs> <laughs> cut off sweatshirt. Yes, that's but- me. But what, tell me what, what inspired you? Is this something new you're doing? And what did you use? Cause it looked great. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I'm benefiting from without the kids in the home during the day is being able to explore. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Explore more of my creativity, which I love just making more room to create in the week. That's was a goal. If they're not going to be home how am I going to use, how am I going to use this time? And I want it to get more creative. So I've been able to put more brain power in the ways I want to serve and how the ways I serve feel good for authentic Deanna. Right. Yeah. So recently I've been just spending time tips and I've been having a lot of fun with just offering really quick tips Last week, I went live on Facebook every single day, and the lives were just, I took some of the top tips out of some of my coaching content and just created lives, and it just felt natural and easy and simple. And so I came across, ooh, see, now I got to find her. I came across a woman. Her name is Sally. 
she's an Instagram strategist, Sally Maupin. I don't know if I'm saying her name right, but her um, Instagram handle is Sally Maupin, M-A-U-P-I-N. And it actually says, I help moms dominate Instagram so they can reach more people and have an impact in making money doing it. Of course, all up my alley, right? But she had a post about including video. And that's been something I've been wanting to do is just include more video in my content. You know, my problem is creating a video that's less than a minute. You know, I can go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I can aware. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, with Instagram, it's got to be, you know, 59 seconds. I don't even get the 60 seconds. 59 <laughs> seconds is all you get on Instagram to serve via video, right? And so I just been wanting to do it for the longest time, but been hesitant about it. Probably not because I don't like video. It's because I didn't, I don't think I felt equipped. I didn't know what to use. I didn't know. I I knew I needed captions. Um, if it was going to go on social. So I, one day I just stopped and I said, okay, let me Google apps with captions, video apps with captions, something I can edit in, something I can add music with just something quick and easy and simple. I do not have a time for a long learning curve. <laughs> right. And so I Googled it and I don't know if I found this on YouTube or just in my Google search, but um, there's an Apple app called Clips, C-L-I-P-S, Clips. Okay. It's free. I downloaded it, played around with it, maybe two, three minutes before I'm like, I get this. Very Sweet. simple and easy. And no, that video didn't take me long to um, book recs is one of my things that I do. So one of the things we do actually is book recs. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I just grab three books from my desk, things that I'm, I'm consuming right now. I grabbed a devotional off my shelf that I love that I circle back to twice a year. And um, I was like, I'm just going to see if I can get this done in 59 seconds. <laughs> you rocked it. And I did. So here's the only problem with clips. And my Eddie, shout out Eddie, shout he, out Eddie he tried to um, resolve this for me, but I wasn't willing to give up ease of use to resolve this problem. With Clips, Clips right now, and maybe this is, this is an update that's coming with them, doesn't offer the flip mirror option. So uh -huh. the problem with that is I was holding up books, but you had to read them backwards because, you know, on your phone, it automatically flip mirrors that for you. That's just part yeah. of the Apple phone. But once I went into the clips app it didn't offer the flip mirror thingy so mm. man eddie just was not satisfied with that video because he wanted the, the books to show up in a way that people can read them yeah <laughs> and i was like dude and so he found other apps that actually offered the flip mirror but they didn't offer the captions uh. and i'm like i can need both i need flip mirror. well i actually need three things i need flip mirror i need um captions and I need ease of use because it's me okay I'm just not tech savvy <laughs> and I don't have time to figure that out but um this is anyway. my grown-up Christmas list <laughs> <laughs> and he couldn't find one that had all three for me and I was like you know what I'm gonna publish it it's imperfect but it's gonna work and let's pray that it's going to serve um, I actually, once I posted it, I got a question from Brenna. She's, her handle is the social rescue. And she was like, what are you using on your video to caption? <laughs> so this is a thing, right? We want captions on our Instagram video. Clips will do it for you. 
just remember that if you're holding up something for people to read right now, it does not offer the flip screen, the flip mirror option. Let's, you know, but maybe if we bombard them and say, can you add this update to this app? That'd be something that they'll add soon. So there you go. Well, Indiana, real quick. So at the end of your video, you showed your three books mm -hmm. like in the proper, you know, format so we mm -hmm. can see the title. So there's obviously editing involved in clips. You can edit things. Can you add like graphics or pictures or whatever yeah. you need to add? Mm -hmm. Oh, see, that's brilliant. You can talk over the pictures, um, which is a lot of fun. So you can have some fun in Canva, um, definitely trim you know, some, you know, minimal editing that mm -hmm. you can do there, but very similar to what you can do in iMovies, um, which we did look at last night, me and Eddie, like, well, golly, can iMovies handle the situation? <laughs> but no captions in iMovies. No captions, yeah. No captions yep. in iMovies. iMovies offers the flip mirror. So can we just get one easy, simple app, y'all that care? One simple, easy, and maybe you guys know of one that's out there that you use. Yes, Let us drop know, it. Please drop it on the socials um, that offers a flip mirror and the captions. And it's easy and simple for people like me that are not very tech savvy. Um, that's what we all need. We don't have a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't want a master class in video editing for <laughs> Instagram. I know. I don't want to spend 30 minutes trying to figure it out. <laughs> But anyway, I like clips. Most of my video, I'm not going to need the um, flip screen, the flip mirror option anyway. Mm -hmm. I just happened to start off with the book Rex, which was like, oh, can't fix that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. All right. Awesome. Good stuff. Informative. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. I think we're ready. So Rod, say it, Kelly. Drop it, baby. Hey everyone, welcome to the Refreshed Life Podcast. I'm Deanna Mason, creator of Refreshed Moms, where I help mompreneurs find the time they need in order to make the money they desire. And I'm Kelly Capriati Burton, a writer and encourager finding the humor, grace, and happily ever afters in complicated relationships. We've come together and created this space to empower moms and women to be healthy, strong, emotionally well, and successful in their businesses and their families. Oh, that sounds good to me. Grab your favorite coffee mug. We definitely have ours and hang with us. We can promise you diverse perspectives, positive outlooks, and likely a few fun rabbit holes along the way. Here we go, guys. So Deanna, we were planning for this episode and the same morning that we talked about it, I had a message from a mutual friend of ours. And I don't get messages like this a lot. I want to preface that. It was like, how do I go about starting a podcast? And I hadn't told you that I got that message, but you were like, hey, we should do an episode about how to start a podcast. And that is when I know, you know, it's Holy Spirit-led mm -hmm. living. Let, let's surrender to this and do an episode on how to start a podcast because we have been working on this for like a year now, so we're clearly experts. <laughs> <laughs> we know what we're doing, people. You want to listen to the episode, whatever. <laughs> we're going to do our best. <laughs> we, you know, I mean, I feel like I'm in a comfy place. 
Yeah, I don't, um, I will say, and we'll get into this later, the only part of podcasting I stress about is you and I getting our schedule in sync. The rest of it is like, oh yeah, this is, this is cool. This feels natural. This feels right. Yeah. And we should, I want to definitely include that in this podcast, that whole scheduling piece. Oh, yes. Because there's all different types of ways you can go about that and handle that, but it's, it's necessary to consider um, because it's going to play a part in the way this rhythm feels. If you're looking to include this medium of content in your business, which I love, by the way, podcasting is like, man, I can do this all the time because hashtag I talk, right? I am a talker (laughs) and anytime I have an opportunity to share and especially when it's in a way that I feel like it's going to encourage or teach. If I can do that, that's like a very good sweet spot for me. So I, I, if you are looking to start podcasting, I definitely applaud that. Yes, do it. It's, it's one of the fastest growing content containers out there. Um, it's a simple way to introduce people to who you are, your voice, the way you think, you know, they can decide if they like you. It's, it's it just that relational equity just is deepened so much faster in the medium of a podcast and you get to know your listeners too, because now they're engaging with you and they're, they're sharing you with other people. It's so much fun. So we just want to record this because we know many of our listeners are on the new to business side of things. And you may be looking to add podcasting to your content. So we're going to try to help you with that. See if we can decrease that learning curve for you just a tad. (laughs) Give you some things to think about and consider. So Kelly, I'm going to um, bat it on over to you. Where do you want to start? Well, I think that um, I would like to start with a realistic view of your availability. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we started with Facebook Lives. We did Facebook Lives together for months, like four Mm -hmm. or five months last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just to get into rhythm and figure out what um, content was resonating with our audience and to build our audience. Podcasting is a little bit different as far as the fact that people aren't listening as casually as they will encounter a Facebook Live. So Mm -hmm. environment is very important. You cannot have your dog barking and your dishwasher running and your husband flushing the toilet and the neighbor's lawnmower. Like there has to be some sort of quiet yeah. Now, you don't have to build a studio in your house. Like right now I'm in my bedroom. There are many doors in my bedroom. I'm looking around. There's one to the outside. There are two closet doors. There's a bathroom door. <laughs> There's the hallway door. They're all closed, for example. No one is home right now, which that also made summertime interesting for us because I was rarely home by myself. Mm-hmm. People with small children or noisy animals or maybe a spouse who also works at home, you have to coordinate all those things. Be realistic about your environment and then look at your availability to record within those confines. And mm-hmm. there, you know, there are things you can adjust to make that work. We, we didn't know, I'll just be transparent, we didn't know when we started that we were going to use Seasons in our Mm -hmm. podcast. We're Mm -hmm. just like, we're doing this for a year. 
We'll see what happens. We had a goal for how many we were going to record every month. We were going to release one every Monday. And then we got into it and Deanna was like, hey, what do you think about this? And I was like, yes, Jesus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And yes, Deanna, season. So that allows you to take a number and that number is completely arbitrary. Mm -hmm. Whatever you think. For us, our first two seasons are about 12 episodes each. Mm Mm-hmm. You record those, you release them, you schedule a hiatus so that you can take a breath and you can prepare for the next season. The other thing is the length of the episodes. Now, they're one of our friends, Christy Thomas, she's been on the show. Some of hers are only like 12 minutes long. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I can listen to them on the way to, you know, the kids' school or something. She's a, a homeschooling mompreneur. It's not going to take her as long to record those. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Do a short one. Maybe sometimes you do a longer one because you have a guest or you have some deeper content. Mm -hmm. That's entirely up to you. Just consider it when you're thinking about your availability. Now, the other thing, and this is huge. This has been huge for us. The editing and production Mm. of your podcast. Yeah. Likely going to take more time than recording. Like lots more time. (laughs) And Deanna and I have played with this. Like our first season, we had Brandon Davis, our, she was our content manager, right? Is that what title was? So she was doing all of our show notes for us and then things changed and we did a couple of them ourselves. And I was like, Deanna, (laughs) we need to simplify this mess. Yeah. Because our show notes were like a blog post on steroids because there were so many links and stuff. And it was like, we can simplify this because now this is my belief about show notes. They need to support mainly the links in the podcast so that Mm -hmm. we're telling you this is where we got this or shout out to this, that you can follow it. But most of the time people are listening to podcasts on the go. They don't need to read every point that you're making in audio. I know that you, Deanna, you often will do a blog post around a podcast topic, and that's a totally different animal. But as far as the production of the episode, you're going to spend time editing the audio. And we've gotten better, so we have fewer edits than we used to. But things come up, right? We sneeze, we cough, we have equipment malfunctions, we need to, you know, get water, whatever. So There are edits made, but it's a lot fewer than it used to be, but you have to give yourself time for that learning curve. Mm -hmm. So just be realistic about your availability. It's not like sitting down with a little hair and makeup and doing a Facebook Live. It's Mm -hmm. going to take more time on the front end and the back end to get a podcast going. Yeah. A little bit more on the editing. So the editing that Kelly is referring to, we actually have an editor, an audio editor. Okay. Shout out Rod. Shout out Rod. I don't know what this would look like if we didn't have Rod. Can we just be a little honest right here? (laughs) Um, I know many solopreneurs that edit their own podcast episode, which if that's going to be you, which is completely fine if it is you, that definitely should weigh in on the length of what you record because the longer it is, the more edits are possibly needed, (laughs) possibly needed. (laughs) So if you do the shorter ones, like I have a, a podcast that I don't really do a lot of promoting around, but it's what I've turned to instead of blogging is my coffee chats with Deanna podcast, just where I capture some thoughts 
And I try to keep those under 20 minutes. The main reason why they're under 20 minutes is I'm not editing them. I'm not doing any audio edits. I just pop up, I record, I shut it down. Right now there's no intro, there's no outro. (laughs) (laughs) But it works. Okay, so that's even a possibility for you. You know, I don't need all those bells and whistles. I put the bells and whistles, whatever bells and whistles we have goes to the Refresh Live podcast because that's my main container, okay? But Coffee Chats is just me alone sharing content that maybe I wouldn't share on the Refresh Life. It's a little bit more personal, quick tips, things like that. I don't want to blog. That's how I'm doing it. I'm doing it with Coffee Chats. I'm just capturing <laughs> the audio. You can create a podcast around doing things that quick and that simple. So think about that if you're going to be doing your own audio editing. But if you're not doing your own audio editing and you are going to outsource that, and I don't really know how this works for other people, but our audio editor requests that me and Kelly comb through that podcast first so that we can produce it a little bit before it gets to him. So we're like, Kelly's really good at taking out these long snippets (laughs) that I am known to offer (laughs) and like, okay, yeah, we don't need all that Deanna. So, and I, and I've told her just cut it because I'm not, you're listening to me. I'm not listening to me. You're listening to me. So if you can listen to it and say, that's not necessary, just take it out. I trust you. Um, But you know, but there's coughs or there's, you know, things that we want to make sure he is aware of so he can get rid of it. We do all of that. We give him the timestamps. So it makes the audio editing easier for him. So that's kind of our setup right now. The more we work with Rod, the more he understands us and the faster he gets. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he kind of knows what to expect when we submit a episode. I mean, we've done over 20 now. He's gotten to the point that he kind of gets our rhythm and kind of gets the things that we're going to be looking out for. So that has helped. Time comes, um, comes more um, experience and knowledge in equipping. So your availability is not only to record, but is also to on the back end, creating show notes, however intense you want those to be, <laughs> and editing that content. Definitely. The seasons idea is wonderful. I think it's a great fit for women that have kids, you know, Mm -hmm. just giving yourself breathers. Okay. So I'm going to jump into equipment. Yes. Goodness gracious. Okay. So it ain't like Kelly and I, we ain't, we ain't rocking with, (laughs) we're not rocking with top of the line equipment. Let me just tell you. All right. As of right now, this episode, I have my headset on. I don't even have my podcast mic out. I'm taking a picture of us right now. <laughs> Hello. Oh, wait. Can I, so wait. Yeah, take that picture again because I got cleavage, I got, I got cleavage, show, cleavage showing. All <laughs> right. Let me pull up my shirt. Anyway, we're not working with top of the line equipment. We just really wanted equipment that gave us a clear, crisp sound. The more we do this, we're going to invest into, you know, better microphones and things like that. I do have a podcast mic, but my cord is acting up a little bit. And I need to replace it. So I use my headset. And the reason why I haven't replaced it yet is because I want a better microphone. So instead of replacing the cord, I'm going to invest into a better mic. And hopefully I can do that after I stop <laughs> enrolling into the mastermind, which as of today, it'll be on Friday and I can slow down just a little bit. Yeah. But I know, right? And focus on some other things. But your microphone definitely needs to be considered because sound is important. We don't have perfect sound, you know, we're not looking for perfection. We will improve as time goes, but you don't, I'm going to encourage you not to record on like your earbuds. Okay. Get a decent 
mic that gives you a decent sound. Okay. I'm going to link back to the headset that I'm using. I was going to say that. Yeah. And this, I mean, this mic, it works. I mean, we had some troubleshooting with it. I had to get some supplemental cords for mine because I'm using a MacBook Air and it doesn't have the power to it that some other laptops do. Yeah. We'll do the link to the kit and also Kelly link to the cord. Because if you are going to get this kit, this kit um, basically has everything you need to get started. It's very inexpensive. I think it's under 50 bucks. It may be under 40. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's inexpensive. But with inexpensive things, you know, you got to, you know, make room for there might be some little glitches. And one of the glitches that we found was with the cord. So we're going to link to the kit, which is going to give you the microphone. It's going to give you the arm stand and arm stand is really important because instead of like a desk mic, like a stand for the desk or a table stand for your microphone, I'm going to encourage you to get a, I don't even know what it's called, but it's an arm that holds your microphone that you can attach to your table. The reason why I suggest that is because many times you're going to bump that table you're going to drop something and if the microphone is on the table, it's going to catch all of that. Okay. And just lifting that mic off of the table and putting it on the arm stand is going to help tremendously with that. Um, Also a pop filter is included with this kit. If you're going to buy a microphone separately from this kit, which by all means do, because this ain't the best kit. I'm just telling you it's affordable. (laughs) <laughs> but if you want to upgrade your mic, get a pop filter. Make sure you have a pop filter, either the one that fits over the microphone or the one that you can sit in front of the microphone. So get a pop filter. And that's really all I can think about as upfront expenses for equipment. You don't have to spend a whole lot. And like I said, I am on a headset right now. I'm, I don't have a microphone in front of me. I don't have a pop filter in front of me. I do have all of that, but the headset is working for me. So um, I will say that before Kelly and I got started, we referenced a um, free video tutorial on podcasting by Pat Flynn, who I love. I love everything he puts out. He is amazing. But we're going to link back to his video lessons on launching a podcast. Every single video is worth it. Watch it. And he's going to give you his microphone recommendations as well. And trust me, his microphone recommendations are probably better than what (laughs) Kelly and I are using. Ours were at a lower price point and, you know, they're working. You got to think about what you're going to edit on. So if you're on a Mac, your Mac probably already comes with GarageBand, right? So you don't have to, you know, purchase any editing equipment. Pat Flynn also gives a very short tutorial on using GarageBand to edit in his video tutorials. He also does one on Audacity. Mm-hmm. Audacity is one that can be used on PC. He gives a short tutorial there as well. And he probably has upgraded that those lessons with other editing tips because every time I go back to that, he's added something new. Okay. So he's consistently improving that free resource for podcasters or people that are looking to podcast. I'm also going to link back to an Audacity tutorial that Buzzsprout's what we use to actually publish our podcast, but there is a link to the Buzzsprout article on Audacity in the show notes. So grab that if you're going to do your own editing. And it probably doesn't hurt, even if you're going to outsource it, it probably doesn't hurt just to learn how to do your own editing in case of an emergency situation. Deanna, let's talk. You've talked about Pat Flynn. He's got so much 
rich content and so much of it is free. I mean, you can get into his paid content too, but I certainly got everything I needed to start just Mm -hmm. from his free content. So eat that up. Sprout, as you said, Buzzsprout is the publishing arm, y'all. So it's kind of like getting a host for your website. Mm -hmm. Buzzsprout is a host for your, for your podcast, helps you get it into Apple and Stitcher and Spotify and all the places. Google Play. And yeah. I, they've added um, iHeart. They've added a couple others since we've started that we just haven't we haven't linked to. But there's a couple other podcasting platforms that they've added to it. They the point is they're staying up to date and they're making those publishing opportunities available with your membership with yeah. or your subscription, I should say, to Buzzsprout. And let me just add, there's a, another popular one out there is Libsyn, mm-hmm. which is what we were going to use. Until I found Buzzsprouts, which I was introduced to Buzzsprouts once again through Pat Flynn. When I first watched those videos, he did not have a tutorial on Buzzsprouts. And so by the time we were ready to launch, I went back to reference Lipson, his Lipson tutorial. And he had added Buzzsprouts. And I'm like, Buzzsprouts compared to Lipson was so much easier to navigate. And once again, go ahead. Can I tell you why I'm laughing? Go for it. Because you're doing the Chicago thing. <laughs> What's my Chicago thing? You're adding an S to Buzzsprout. <laughs> <laughs> the Buzzsprouts, y'all. The Buzzsprouts. <laughs> he has a tutorial on how to use Buzzsprouts, but it's so user-friendly. And for some reason, Lipson just wasn't for me. It may be for other people. I switched like on it in like 30 minutes. I didn't even tell Kelly. I was like, oh, <laughs> we're going to use Buzzsprouts. Sorry. Because I, I, I'm technically challenged and I don't need, I don't want the learning curve if I don't have to have it. Yep. And it's so easy to use. And um, he just walks you through step by step on how to get that podcast set up and ready for um, submitting for approval to Apple. The first place you want to go, because that's the most commonly used app for podcast. So what are the resources that we think we need? The first thing you told me when... <laughs> When we were planning was Kelly listened to some podcasts because I really Mm -hmm. wasn't. So find some that you like. There are podcasts on literally every topic you can think of. Mm -hmm. Running, cooking, parenting, watching TV, 80s movies. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of the content that you get in other ways will have podcasts to go with it. I'm a huge fan of Entertainment Weekly. They have a whole suite of podcasts that they're editors and writers put out. So just get in your Apple or wherever you're going to listen to podcasts and search for something that you like. Mm-hmm. Fashion. What else, What am I missing? Book recommendations. Politics. Podcasts. Oh, Lord. Yes. Just you can, anything. Just type it in. Your, your faith. Christian yep. podcast. Momming <laughs> podcast. Meditating. Oh, yeah. That's one of your favorites. Yes. Yes. Who am I listening to right now? favorite meditation podcast right now is Sarah Blondin live awake. She's not actually publishing anything new, but she has like two years of content on there. It's she's my favorite meditation. So just shout out Sarah Blondin. I'll link back to her if you're interested. Of course. (laughs) But yeah, listening to other people's podcasts to get an idea. But as you're listening and learning, I want to encourage you to put your own authenticity into whatever you're going to create, make it yours you know, just make, make sure it's unique to you. Don't try to just do what other people are doing out there. There's no rules to this. Just record and just make sure it's authentic to who you are. All right. All right, cool. So here's a big one. And if we were doing these in order of priority, this would be 
close to the top, but they're, they're all important. So that's neither here nor there. Okay. What is your purpose? Why are you doing a podcast? Mm -hmm. And let me start by saying as with all things, don't do a podcast because someone else that has a business similar to yours is doing a podcast and it's successful. And so you believe that's the key to your success. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a good reason. It's not necessarily untrue, okay? But again, we're not talking about putting out some random posts on your Facebook. A podcast is a commitment to showing up. It's going to take consistency. You're not going to put out a couple of episodes and all of a sudden you're going to have a following. It takes work. It takes learning. It takes consistency. Yeah. So make sure as you're deciding to do it, that it's really what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. The average successful podcast, (laughs) listen to this stat, the average successful podcast has 150 subscribers, I believe. It's either 150 subscribers or 150 downloads. I got to recheck that stat. But either way, Kelly and I have been doing this since March. It is now August, March, April, May, June. So this is our fifth month. And we are just now. (laughs) (laughs) What was that now? Just (laughs) now. Reaching 150 on both sides. Say long. Downloads and subscribers. Thank you all. Thank every single one of you. Yes. We appreciate every single one of your one first 150. But my point is, you know, we started basically from scratch. Both of us are in the newness side of business and podcasting was new for us. So, uh, you know, me and Kelly, we see those numbers every week and I'm like, we're inching up, we're inching up. And it's, but part of it is just the consistency and showing up consistently and, you know, just serve consistently you know, that's part of it. So just know that. So when you're thinking about why you're doing it, you probably need to just sit back and enjoy the ride once you commit to it. It still is a lot of fun. I love it. It's, it's my, one of my favorite things to do. It's going to take a minute for, the, for you to be able to leverage it the way that you want to leverage it in your business and just be okay with it. Yeah. Okay? And so with all things, Indiana as business coach will always start here. I feel like, mm-hmm. who are you trying to reach? with your podcast mm-hmm. of what are you trying to share or who are you trying to serve? How are you trying to serve? That's another way to kind of state those questions and just, just know that. And it can change as yeah. you go along. You know, my personal platform for Kel of a story is kind of summed up with happily ever afters for complicated relationships. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's a struggle for me. Like, Does the Refresh Life show fit that audience? Well, Mm -hmm. it doesn't always perfectly fit it because I'm talking more in a fictional setting, family relationships. I'm not always getting into the mompreneur thing. So I have to figure out creative ways to tie those together. And usually it's with my own personal experience. So when I'm sharing a Refresh Life podcast on my Facebook or Instagram, I'm bringing my own personal spin into it. And it's a spin that doesn't always fit on the show itself, if that makes sense. Mm. But in the meantime, as Deanna said with her coffee chats, I started kind of a solo podcast on the side. I haven't put a huge ton of effort into it at this point, but I'm just talking about the whatevers. I'm talking about Gen X pop culture and framing it all under happily ever afters for complicated relationships. 
and I am able to stretch that jazz all over the place because happily ever afters for complicated relationships, you can find it in the Bible, you can find it on Game of Thrones, (laughs) you can find it on Beverly Hills 90210's reboot, okay? But the point is that it evolves. And I know who I'm trying to reach with that podcast. And there is some overlap with this podcast. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. know yourself, know what you're trying to do with any piece of content that you're offering. Having that purpose to come back to is going to help you when it gets hard. And Deanna, the episode you just released where Nikki Snyder co-hosted with you, she really got into that in a, a clear and beautiful way. And we'll reference back to that episode. I think it's 120. Mm -hmm. But she podcasted hardcore for two years. And her purpose shifted. So she shifted the podcast and then she stopped it altogether. And please understand that's okay to do. We're not like running national defense with our podcast. Mm -hmm. It's okay to swerve. But as you're starting, do the work to know what am I trying to say and who am I hoping will listen? And that's going to help you with all of the other things that come after. So I think this is a good transition into our next point. Um, Let's talk about deciding on having a co-host or Mm. going solo. We've kind of broken this down into some challenges, things that actually go really well, and then some different ways to approach the co-hosting because you don't have to do it the way Kelly and I are doing it. One of the main challenges, I mean, we're going to be really honest here, has been the branding because it's still not crystal clear on Kelly's end how she wants to leverage this, okay? And that has been a challenge since we've started. It's not something that we can't work through, but much of it depends on where Kelly lands, on what, you know, what she wants to do on the biz, the boss mom side as far as who her audience is and how she wants to serve. And she's still chipping away at it. It takes time to get clear on that. Just know guys, even when I started, I started Refresh Moms thinking that I was going to do self-care mentoring for homeschool moms. That's what Refresh Moms was. Yep. And now I'm doing business coaching <laughs> to moms. I was not coming into Refresh Moms doing business coaching. I really was creating self-care mentorship for homeschool moms. And I was going to do new homeschool mom coaching. That's what Refresh Mom was started. That's the idea that it started. And it is iterated and I've landed with the business coaching. That's what I'm doing right now. There's still further iterations to come because there's things that I want to expand and get into. That's just natural. And so one of the things that me and Kelly have found that has been a challenge since we started is making sure the podcast is leveraging both of our businesses, both of our messages. And we're still not there yet, guys. We're still not there. It's more clear how it leverages Refresh Moms because I am clear. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Kelly is still, you know, clearing the fog. The point is when you have a co-host, spend some time figuring out or at least know you're going to have to figure that out eventually. And this is what Kelly and I have learned. We're still chipping away at it because this is, we don't want this time to feel like a waste on either one of us. We, of course we have fun. Me and Kelly have fun talking no matter what. (laughs) 
But she also has business aspirations. And the podcast is designed to support not only Refresh Moms, but also Kell of a Story. So when, if you're going to bring on a co-host, just kind of understand that you guys have that conversation on how you want to. And Kelly and I did have these conversations. We've just changed and evolved since a year ago when we, when we talked about right. this. Just to add, though, I mean, even though... I'm still chipping away at my purpose and my audience doing this alongside Deanna has had benefits. Have I grown my platform by the hundreds or thousands? No, no, I have not being very honest. And I haven't even tried to grow my email list yet. That's coming later. But I will say I get the benefit of Deanna's audience. Mm -hmm. I am speaking to and speaking with women that I would not have encountered otherwise. And shout out to Deanna, all the guests on our show so far have been women that Deanna has brought to the table and therefore brought to my life. I've made new friends. Yeah. I have new inspiration speaking into me every day and it cracks me up. I have several of, you know, kind of my audience or my friends who are now fans and followers mm-hmm. of people they've heard on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not a tit for tat, as no. you like to say, it's not this straight linear point A to point B payoff. There mm-hmm. are results coming beyond the numbers. Yeah. Love, love over metrics. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Shout out Jada. Shout out Jada. There are things um, you can hear on some of our episodes. If you go back to the surrender episode with Claudia Cometa, mm-hmm. y'all, that was real life, real time stuff happening. As mm-hmm. I was listening, I was the audience <laughs> for that episode. Taking a risk, you know, we're talking about planning and purposing, but take a little risk too to expand beyond what you think you should be doing. Because if I came at you and said, "Mm, mompreneurs aren't really who I'm speaking to, which I did say, (laughs) I, I have said, it's okay because anyone who is a mompreneur, that's not all they are. They have relationships. They have complications. They enjoy reading. They enjoy stories. All these things intersect. So Mm -hmm. I would say when you're talking about co-hosting with someone, don't pick someone who's just like you. Of course not. Oh, yeah. And Deanna, that was part of where we started, even with the Facebook Live. Our very first topic was, Black girl versus white girl self-care. I mm-hmm. mean, just to see how we've evolved in a little over a year. Deanna and I are different. Our our race is different. The way we grew up is different. Mm-hmm. Our current family makeup is different. Our outlook on church is different. On school is different. Not that they're not complementary. We just do those things in life a different way. And that's part of the wonderful, really beautiful tension that gets created and the Mm -hmm. give and take that y'all hear. We don't always look at things the same way. And that's going to lend itself to creative payoff when we invite you all into these conversations. Yeah, which is one of the great benefits of co-hosting is just widening perspective and um, challenging beliefs. Yes. You're going to cover a wider um, representation of your listeners. Yes. It's just, for, for me, deeper, richer content to be able to talk back and forth with someone. So I, I didn't want to do this without a co-host um, because I wanted, I wanted to get out of my head 
and explore other people's thoughts around the things we wanted to talk about. So I think co-hosts are great. A um, couple of examples of podcasts that have co-hosts that are doing it similar to what Kelly and I are doing. Kate Northrup has a podcast called the, it might, it's either the Kate and Mike show or the Mike and Kate show. I believe it's Mike and Kate. Mike is her husband and they share that platform with that podcast. Okay. Another one is one I actually love. They're on a break right now, but I believe it's share, the Sherry and Nancy show. And I love that one because they're two friends that decided to do the podcast together, just like Kelly and I. And once again, they share the space of that podcast. I actually believe they're going into business together. If I remember correctly, they don't have two separate businesses, even though they do, they do have two di different things that they do. I feel like they're going into business together, business partnership together. I'm not sure, but it's so refreshing because it's just two friends that are living life together and they decided to podcast and it's very similar to Kelly and I. So those are some examples of the co-host model other ways that you can do co-host though, is you can just, you can be the main person and you can bring somebody on to support you as the co-host for that banter. Um, examples of that, um, Donald Miller has a podcast, Donald Miller of StoryBrand. I believe the podcast is actually called StoryBrand and he has a co-host that just comes on and talks with him. Michael Hyatt has had a co-host for years I believe his daughter is his current co-host and, you know, she brings, and she's also on his staff. So she brings a lot of energy and a lot of perspective on that, but he's, he's the main content giver, but he has his daughter on there that challenges him on there. She gives um, different perspectives. She gives another point of view as on the, on the business side of it because she's, she's actually working within uh, Michael Hyatt's company. Another one that this is not technically a co-hosting situation, but Pat Flynn has a podcast called Ask Pat. And the whole podcast premise is he brings on one of his listeners and they do a coaching session live on, well, not, well, on audio, they record the, the yeah. coaching session. It's not live, but you know, so he's the real thing. I mean, he's the real, or he's the main in the, the inter, the person that is being coached coming across as a co-host scenario, you know, because ask Pat doesn't exist without the person that he's coaching. Okay. Yeah. So there's different ways you can approach um, having a co-host because what him having that person there gives him different problems to solve that represent a wide part of his audience. Right. So this person is coming on with a problem that probably thousands of his listeners have the same problem and they want to hear the answer to, right. You just deepen your information base in your in the perspectives and the experiences when you bring on a co-host. You can do that also with interviews, Kelly. Yes. I do want to add one quick thing to co-hosting that yes. we can talk about. And we've talked about this in the past. When you are working with anyone, friend, stranger, whatever, have a contract. Mm -hmm. I don't know that we've ever referred back to our contract. Mm -mm. I know that in moments of truth, <laughs> I've been like, I signed a one-year contract. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. about the extent of where the contract lives. Mm -hmm. But it is important, and Deanna and I have talked about this in the past on the show, the contract's not as much to protect our own interests, although it is, but also to protect our relationship. Yeah. Spend a little time on that. It doesn't have to be, you know, super complicated, but just make sure, give yourself a finite time that at the end of it, you can review and see if it's working for both of you or if you need to change distribution of tasks or whatever it is. But cover yourselves that way with a co-host. Mm. And with 
that, we'll talk about interviews. Okay. So interviews add so much to the richness of your content. Now, it's easy to get into an incorrect mindset with this, I feel like, or a counterproductive mindset where you're like, well, I don't need to bother with it. Why am I having this person on? Like, I can talk about this myself. I've done this myself. Or it adds complication to my schedule. I don't know if it's worth it. Here are the benefits of interviews. One, <laughs> even if even if it's something you've been through before, even if it's someone who's maybe not as far along in a particular journey as you are, you are getting a fresh perspective as we just talked about. You're getting a different take on a similar subject because not everyone's journeys are the same, okay? Mm -hmm. You are also getting access to that person's audience because most likely they're going to share your episode and their audience is going to be comprised of individuals that are not following yeah. you on the socials. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, there is always the payoff, as we also have already mentioned, getting to know a new person and the richness that they can add to your life, to your work, to your service. Mm -hmm. um, one that really comes to mind, and really, I have loved every single guest we've had on the show. Faith Broussard Cade, she was our first guest. And every single day, she shines light <laughs> into my life mm -hmm. with her Instagram. But even that experience is so much deeper because I know her heart now. I've mm -hmm. heard her laughter. I have heard about her child. Deanna has met her in person and gotten to hug her and take pictures with her. And that is meaningful in a world that can be so digital and so distant sometimes just to encounter new people mm -hmm. in a real way. It's worth the time and effort. So yeah. you don't have to do a lot of interviews. We, we kind of are trending toward more and more. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do that. It can be, you know, a fourth of your episodes or a third of your episodes, but take some time to explore that avenue. But we also have ways to make it work for you. Mm -hmm. Definitely brainstorm who you're going to interview. Do you want to talk about that, Deanna, about your warm circle? Yeah. So when you're first starting out, a lot of times the fear is I'm going to ask somebody um, to be on my podcast and they're going to reject me because they're a big name or they're, you know, they're too big for my little small startup. Um, I actually reached out to a big name and she did not even respond. She didn't even respond, but um, we were having a little banter back and forth on DM that she started. And I threw out a little bone about putting, I actually have asked two big names that rejected me. Um, I won't say their names because maybe one day <laughs> they'll be on there, but you know, they did, they said no, but that's okay. You don't have to start off with those big names. Okay. You can just have a little brainstorming session of who do I already know that are, that's in my circle or that I have some type of um, connectivity to that I can reach out that will be a good fit for my audience and for the things I want to talk about and just brainstorm who those people are. That's kind of what I did. I've met new people along the way. I haven't, I haven't even invited all the people that I would want to interview, you know, I, that list continues to grow and grow and grow, but just start there and reach out to them and offer them an opportunity to interview. And if they have a podcast, possibly they'll return the favor and ask you to be on, on theirs, you know, if, if, if your message is a good fit for their audience. So I definitely encourage interviews. There are more work to produce. You know, you got to coordinate schedules. You're definitely going to need to edit. You're probably going to always need to um, offer some editing. 
Um, but they're so rich and I just can't encourage interviews enough. Kelly and I actually have a, a way that we get people to um, secure a time. We start off with a form that they fill out. We're linked back to that form so you can use it as a sample. You can recreate it. We don't care. Make it better. You know, it's very simple for us. They fill out that form and that form directly links back to once they submit it, it gives them the link to our calendar and they can pick a time based on times that we've pre-selected. Okay. So we shepherd everybody to the times that Kelly and I can't interview. That's another added nuance because we're doing me and Kelly have a calendar and they have a calendar. So Kelly and I have to get in sync on when we're available. And then we have to ask them to record within our availability. No one Generally speaking, I don't think we've really had a problem with people choosing a time. We've had West Coasters that get up at 6 a.m. to record with us because we're Eastern. You know, they're willing to do it um, because this is, it's a one-off. So honor that, you know, pick your schedule and your availability and shepherd your interviewees towards that. If they just can't do it, then you have the opportunity to create another time slot for them. That happens every now and then. Nikki Snyder is one of the people that we do a special recording day for her because of her work calendar and her work schedule. So we, we bend for her, but she's, we really don't have a problem with people finding a time slot that works for them because they want, they want to serve in that way. So that's just something that, consider when you're doing interviews so if after all this you're saying okay i can handle this i want to launch a podcast just a couple of tips as you prepare to launch um it's really up to you how many episodes you record before you launch but i do suggest you record a few and have them ready to go before launching so me and kelly started with three i've heard people start as high as 10 I don't think that's necessary. I've actually had heard that same person say, I don't think I, I really had to start with 10, but I just I wanted <laughs> to start with 10. The reason why I'm saying start with more than one, it gives people opportunity to get the feel of your podcast and decide if there's something they want to subscribe to. So give them a few episodes to binge on so they can hear what you're talking about. They can kind of get the gist of the, the type of podcast it's going to be and they can make a decision on clicking subscribe. That's what I recommend with launching. I also recommend maybe giving yourselves two to three months to prepare for that launch, not to promote, but just to get yourself ready. So maybe uh, me and Kelly just dedicated first quarter of 2019 to getting our podcast, all of our ducks in a row. And we launched, I believe, the last Monday, either the third or the fourth a Monday in March of 2019 is when we launched. It was March 25th. I remember that date. <laughs> it, was the last, it was the last Monday in March. Um, but our goal was to commit first quarter of 2019 to getting ourselves ready to go. And that's what we did. We recorded uh, we had a few in the um, bucket before we launched. We got all our approvals. You know, we got Brandon in place. We got Rod in place. We, get, we started working on our systems, all of that kind of stuff. We did that prior to launching. But when you are ready to, to launch, make it a big deal. So promote it. Give yourself two to one to two weeks to promote really heavily so that, you know, people can get excited about your new content, do some teasers, you know, drop a few wave files, you know, audio files in your feeds so people can kind of hear what's coming, just promote it and make it a big deal so that, you know, people can get excited for your launch as well. I think that's all I got. It's a lot. It's a very valuable episode. <laughs> I hope so. I hope people can um, refer back to this, you know, over time especially with the links and the things we're going to um, fill the show notes with so, to be resourceful for you as you um, circle back. Please 
if you have questions, because this, this is a lot of content, I am humbled that I had a mom reach out to me about how to start because I don't really feel like an expert, but let's face it, we're in a fast paced world. And if someone is doing something for more than a month, we can be like, okay, they know something I don't. You're one month ahead of them. Right. So please feel free wherever you encounter this episode, if it's on one of our Facebooks, Instagram, Apple, wherever, drop your questions. We will be happy to answer them or to point you in the direction to where we think you can find the best answer. But this podcasting is another thing that I've learned, Deanna. It's not a competition. There are, what do you think, millions, tens of podcasts? Mm -hmm. And of course, we would like to rise to the top for our audience, but we also know there's chemistry involved and everyone has something different to offer. And we would love to help you get to where you want to be because that's what being a refreshed mom and having a refreshed life is all about is serving and loving with your best foot forward. So we hope we've helped you a little bit today to do that. And if you're deciding to launch a podcast, please connect with us. We want to hear about it. Maybe we can shout you out in an opening banter episode. So um, thanks for listening. We hope it's helpful. Please share, 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 put it in your socials, put it in your stories, connect with us on our social media platforms. Let us know anything that really stood out to you. We want to hear from you. Leave a rating. Oh my gosh, guys, please. A star (laughs) rating and a review. This helps us bump up our standings in Apple podcast and it helps other people find us. And remember, stay refreshed. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Refreshed Life podcast. If you heard anything that encouraged, inspired, or served you in any way, please take a moment to leave a review and a rating in order to help us share our message with other women just like you. You can find Kelly and me on our socials at Kell of a Story and Refreshed Moms. If you're looking for simple tips to make working from home with your kids easier to manage, go grab my top 10 productivity hacks for moms at refreshmoms.com forward slash top 10 hacks. Let's connect again soon, all right? Bye for now. Bye.